You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Scott Cullen. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories, Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, we're going to get two-start pitchers and streaming options for this week, dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays for Monday. But first, uh, the Rays have called up Wander Franco, the top prospect in baseball. He had hit 315, had a 954 OPS in 39 games at AAA. That's about a quarter of a season. Uh, and uh, Franco had seven home runs, 35 RBIs, 30 runs scored, and five stolen bases. He did strike out more than he walked, which was unusual. Uh, for his minor league career, but you know Franco is also a 20-year-old playing AAA, so uh, maybe there should have been some signs of vulnerability. Uh, in any case, the Rays are probably going to have to do a little bit of infield shuffling here. Uh, Franco can play second and third in addition to shortstop, where uh, rookie Taylor Walls has already been uh, playing. They've got Brandon Lau at second base, Joey Wendell at third, uh, but Wendell has been a utility guy in the past, and maybe he could just uh, rotate around, uh, but the key here uh, for the Rays is getting uh, Wander Franco's bat in that lineup. Uh, the Rays have lost six straight games, so now they're suddenly one game behind the Houston Astros and, and Oakland A's for the best record in the American League. Chicago White Sox and Boston Red Sox are squeezed in between, uh, half game ahead of the Rays and half game uh, behind the Astros and A's, but uh, there is, uh, you know, th- this Rays team has really been successful uh, for the most part this season. Uh, and having recently lost Tyler Glasnow to injury on uh, their pitching staff, um, maybe they, they need a little bit of a, a boost in the batting order. And Wander Franco seems likely uh, that he's going to provide that. Now, I, I'm, I'm trying to avoid going crazy on the hype machine here because you know, we saw what happened with Jared Kelenic uh, in Seattle. So let's just admit that uh, Wander Franco is the highest rated prospect in baseball and it's Probably a pretty good thing for Tampa Bay to have him coming in. Uh, let's take a look at uh, a few takeaways from the weekend. Uh, we'll start with Washington. Nationals left fielder Kyle Schwarber was 6-for-15 with five home runs, uh, eight RBIs. He's up to 18 home runs on the season. And, you know, Schwarber, I don't know that he ever, you know, fulfilled his promise uh, with the Cubs. He, he, he hit for power, but his batting average was always an issue, and it still is. He's only hitting 241. But at 18 home runs, and we're not to the halfway point of the season, the uh, the Nationals are getting real nice value uh, from Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Miami right fielder Adam Duvall. He was 5-for-12 with four home runs and 10 RBIs on the weekend. He has 16 home runs, 52 RBIs on the season. Now, Duvall is also only hitting 216 with a 732 OPS. So, you know, there's a real trade-off here. And, and I mean, that's been the way it has been for Adam Duvall's career pretty much from the, the jump is that uh, you trade off batting average for, for his home run power. Uh, and at some point, it's worth it, and then at other points, it uh, uh, it doesn't uh, move the needle enough for you. So uh, right now, uh, given that he has 52 RBIs to go with those 16 home runs, Duvall is probably 
uh, worth having. Now, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins continues his fantastic season. He was 5 for 13, had four home runs, uh, six RBIs over the weekend. He's up to 13 home runs. He also has 12 stolen bases, hitting 319 with a 941 OPS. I mean, it, it can kind of get lost when the Orioles are, are struggling. Uh, but if uh, Cedric Mullins goes for you know, 25 home runs, 25 stolen bases, and hits over 300, that's a pretty fantastic season. Uh, Angels, D.H. Shohei Otani. Now, his stuff isn't going under the radar, that's for sure. He hit four home runs uh, over the weekend. Uh, he was four for 13, so they were all home runs, seven RBIs. He is up to 23 home runs uh, this season. Otani is just, that's ridiculous that he's uh, hit so many home runs. He has 54 RBIs, 48 runs scored, 10 stolen bases. His batting average is 272. His OPS is 1,005. You know, he's kind of right there neck and neck with Vlad Guerrero to be uh, the American League MVP. Uh, and so... Uh, it's just uh, remarkable that Otani, not only does he pitch, not only does he uh, hit competently, he is now you know, one of the, the top home run hitters in, in all of baseball, and he's going to be going uh, to participate in the home run derby at the All-Star Game, which that's kind of cool. Uh, who else had a big weekend? Uh, Kansas City infielder Nicky Lopez was 6 for 11. Uh, now Lopez very low-end fantasy appeal. He does have seven stolen bases, uh, hitting 260 with a 679 OPS even after going 6 for 11 on the weekend. So, you know, there's not a ton of uh, value out of Nicky Lopez. Uh, who was stealing bases on the weekend? Kansas City's Whit Merrifield uh, stole three bases. He is 20 for 21 uh, through 70 games this season. That's fantastic. Uh, Washington shortstop Trey Turner stole a couple of bases. He's 15 for 18. Uh, in 69 games. Colorado shortstop Trevor Story has a couple of stolen bases. Maybe not hitting for uh, typical power, but you know he's 13 for 17 in stolen bases in 61 games. And Miami Marlins center fielder uh, Starling Marte had a couple of steals. He's 10 for 11 uh, this year in just 35 games. And so, you know, there is uh, some value to be found on the bases uh, these days. Uh, some hitters who did not uh, have a whole lot of success on the weekend. We'll start with the Cubs. Chris Bryant, 0 for 10. Now, Bryant got off to such a great start that he can kind of survive this. He's got 13 home runs, hitting 279 with an 877 OPS, but uh, the 0 for 10 obviously brings those numbers down. Uh, Tampa Bay outfielder Randy Arozarena was 0 for 11 uh, over the weekend, and, and Arozarena had been uh, putting up some pretty nice numbers. He's now hitting 259 with a 763 OPS. If he does have 10 home runs, he does have 11 stolen bases. So uh, still a, a viable 2020 threat uh, at this point. Uh, Cleveland DH, Bobby Bradley, uh, who was 0 for 11, uh, on the weekend. Now, he's played 13 games since getting called up, and even after going 0 for 11, uh, Bradley's sitting on a 279 batting average, a 959 OPS. He's hit four home runs. Uh, so, you know, you don't need to be scared off just because of the, the 0 for 11, but uh, the, the numbers are starting to regress, uh, as you might expect. Uh, and Miami shortstop Miguel Rojas was 1 for 14. Uh, he's returned to the Miami lineup, so there, there's a positive out of that, but uh, his batting average is now down to 259. Doesn't have a whole lot of he has three home runs, so there's not a ton of power to go along with it. Uh, four stolen bases. You know, as a, as a low-end middle infield option, a guy who hits high in the order and can score you some runs, there's still some value to be had in Miguel Rojas, but uh, it's on the lower end of things. And certainly when the batting average starts to fall, it becomes uh, he becomes much more of a fringe uh, fantasy player. Dinner time can be chaotic, but with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off you. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week, so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. 
Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com. Choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. And now, our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made, nutritionist-designed classics right to your kitchen. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash locked on. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. And Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. And best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Now, continuing with weekend takeaways, we've got some pitchers uh, who had uh, strong performances. We'll start with Miami's Pablo Lopez. Uh, kind of an under underrated ace, I'd say. Uh, went seven innings in an 11-1 win against the Cubs uh, on Sunday. Gave it one hit, uh, no walks, no runs, struck out seven. And now, part of the reason he, he's underrated, I suppose, is Lopez is only three and four uh, this season. But he has a 2.86 ERA, 1.07 whip, nine strikeouts per nine. I mean, the, the, there's a lot to like there, uh, even if the wins might, might not come so easily. Uh, San Diego's Dinoson Lamette. Uh, in Sunday's 3-2 win against Cincinnati, went five innings. He had four hits, one walk, no runs, struck out seven. Uh, now, in the past four starts, Lamette has gone a little bit deeper into games. Now, deeper for Lamette means he's gone four or five innings. Uh, he spent a lot of the the early portion of the season going two, uh, two maybe three innings uh, when he was uh, trying to work his way through elbow issues. And uh, it appears that, that they're stretching him out enough. And, and so uh, in those past four starts, though, Lamette has an ERA of three, a whip of 1.17, 11 strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's, you know, just kind of getting on the edge of having real fantasy value if he could stay in games long enough to pick up some wins, too. Uh, Dodgers ace Trevor Bauer uh, went seven innings, uh, gave up three hits, three walks, no runs, struck out eight in Friday's 3 nothing win against uh, Arizona. Uh, Bauer has, you know, delivered delivered great results, uh, and, you know, the the question, I guess, that hangs over him right now is is whether or not he's going to be able to, uh, you know, have the same uh, effect on his grip uh, when uh, the league starts to crack down uh, on uh, the sticky substances, because I, I think there's there's not much uh, 
you know, debate to be had uh, whether that's uh, been part of uh, Bauer's game. I mean, he, he effectively announced as much. So uh, we, will, we will see uh, whether he can kind of maintain uh, his strong performance so far this season uh, as Major League Baseball decides to uh, crack down uh, on pitchers using sticky stuff. Uh, we also have Angels, uh, Alex Cobb, in Friday's 11-3 win against Detroit. Cobb went five and two-thirds innings, gave three hits, two walks, one run. It wasn't earned, and Cobb struck out eight. Uh, and so, well, uh, he, he can get rocked on, on occasion, uh, and that's led to a 4.41 ERA. Uh, his whip is 1.27, which is all right, and he's got a career-high 11 strikeouts per nine. And that, that high strikeout rate uh, does keep Cobb uh, sort of fantasy-relevant. Uh, because in you know previous years his standard strikeout rate was in the six to seven uh, range per nine innings, and so he's basically a different pitcher in terms of results. Uh, and so if if you at least find favorable matchups, Cobb's a pretty good streaming option. Now uh, some pitchers who who struggled uh, over the weekend. We'll go to St. Louis as Carlos Martinez uh, in Friday's nine-one loss against uh, Atlanta. He went three innings, gave up eight hits, four walks, eight earned runs. Uh, he struck out three. Martinez's ERA is now up to 6.62. Uh, his whip is 1.37, uh, 6.2 strikeouts per nine. So the low strikeout rate and the ERA pretty much disqualify Martinez from fantasy appeal whatsoever. The 1.37 whip is too high, really, for fantasy two, uh, but it also indicates that the 6.62 ERA might be a tad unlucky. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe don't, we don't need to bury him completely, but uh, it'll take a while before I'd, I'd have much faith in Carlos Martinez. Uh, Detroit's Jose Urena. Uh, in Friday's 11-3 loss to the Angels, he went, when he went against Alex Cobb, uh, Urena went four and a third innings, gave seven hits, three walks, seven earned runs. Uh, he struck out four. Uh, and Urena, his numbers are basically eliminating him from fantasy contention too. 13 starts, he's a 5.79 ERA, 1.59 whip, only 5.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, you know, there's there are times, I suppose, when you could find the right matchup uh, for streaming and, and consider Urena, but uh, generally... Uh, not interested. Uh, Toronto rookie Alec Manoa uh, in Saturday's 10-7 win against Baltimore. Manoa uh, got hit hard, went three and a third innings, gave up four hits. Uh, they were all home runs. Uh, and Along with a walk, five earned runs, struck out six. Uh, and now, you know, Manoa is as well as he has pitched in early in his major league career here, uh, making four starts. He has a 4.180 RA, 1.14 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine. And this is after uh, getting rocked uh, against Baltimore. Uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about uh, you know his long-term prognosis based on this, uh, but uh, that's certainly you would, you would like to see him do better against uh, a team like the Orioles. Uh, and then Tampa Bay is Michael Waka, who has been pitching out of the bullpen, I guess, a little bit lately. Uh, but he he started uh, in Friday's 5-1 loss against Seattle, went three and two-thirds innings, gave up 11 hits, one walk, five earned runs, only struck out two. And Waka's ERA is now up to 5.19. His whip is 1.39. He has 6.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's appeared in 12 games so far. He missed some time with injury. Uh, he's Eight of those are starts. Uh, but you know Waka's kind of recent performance uh, between being shuffled to the bullpen and then struggling when he's in the starting uh, rotation, that's enough to uh, uh, you know put put him off the fantasy radar for the time being. Uh, now let's take a look at some streaming options for this week. Uh, we'll start with Houston, uh, where uh, they have series at Baltimore and at Detroit, so those are some positive matchups. And try uh, third baseman and outfielder Abraham Toro, who, who's playing regularly at third base for an injured Alex Bregman. Uh, Toro was four for five on Sunday. His average is 348, got an 878 OPS in 10 games, uh, and a triple A before getting called up. Toro was hitting 352 with a 1078 OPS. Uh, so 
maybe the, these regular at-bats uh, are going to pay off for him. Uh, Kansas City uh, is at the Yankees and at Texas this week. Um, most of the, the popular uh, Royals are taken, but consider uh, D.H. Jorge Soler. He struggled uh, for most of the season, but in his past 11 games, he has an 844 OPS, and we know there's, uh, there's lots of power there. Uh, that makes him worth a look. Uh, Milwaukee uh, is at Arizona and then at home against Colorado. Uh, catcher Omar Narvaez uh, still available in quite a few spots, and his counting stats aren't great, but he's also hitting 306 with an 870 OPS this year. Uh, first baseman Daniel Vogelback uh, for the Brewers. Uh, you're, you're sacrificing on average. He's only hitting 219 uh, with 719 OPS, but he does have seven home runs, uh, and he has hit 30 home runs uh, a couple of years ago, so uh, you know there's some power there. Uh, and uh, shortstop Willie Adamas, uh, who they acquired from Tampa Bay. Uh, in 28 games since that trade, Adamas is hitting 280 with an 839 OPS. Uh, if you're you know, looking for a middle infield option, it's worth uh, seeing how long Adamas can, uh, can ride that. Uh, the Mets uh, are worth checking out, in part because they have eight games, uh, four against Atlanta, four against Philadelphia. Uh, and outfielder Billy McKinney. Uh, in 21 games since he was uh, traded to the Mets from Milwaukee. Uh, he's hitting 238, but he has an 870 OPS. Uh, and infielder Jonathan Biar, who uh, is not the most consistent hitter, but in his past 21 games, hitting 286 with an 832 OPS. Uh, Oakland uh, in, is at Texas and at San Francisco this week. Uh, second baseman outfielder Tony Kemp is in 16 games this month. Kemp's hitting 300, has a 1019 OPS, 12 RBIs, 15 runs scored. Uh, that's, you know, Nice value and somebody who can play multiple positions, so uh, you can get him in the infield or middle out or in the middle infield or in your outfield spots. Uh, also, uh, catcher Sean Murphy uh, for for Oakland has uh, in his past 12 games has hit three home runs, has a 901 OPS, uh, only a 231 batting average in that time. But uh, you know, if you're looking to to find a catcher on waivers right now, you're you're probably uh, dealing through some some pretty rough uh, candidates. Uh, you could also look uh, to St. Louis, uh, where they're at Detroit and at home against Pittsburgh, but most of the uh, kind of expected uh, Cardinals will be already on rosters. Maybe look at uh, infielder Edmundo Sosa, who he's been slumping lately, but those are pretty favorable matchups. Uh, and Toronto is at Miami and then has four against Baltimore. Uh, again, the, the names you expect are already taken uh, in Toronto, but uh, if, you, uh, if you manage to find... Uh, you know whether Lourdes Gurriel or somebody like that happens to still be uh, lingering around in your league, then uh, by all means take advantage. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors. Plus, they occasionally get some limited time uh, flavors as well. But you can always count on coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's a wide variety, something for everyone. Uh, my favorites are peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. Uh, and if you haven't tried uh, all those flavors, and you aren't quite sure which one uh, you want, you can get a mixed box uh, from Bilt Bar where you get two of each of those nine flavors, sample them, and decide uh, which ones you would like to order. And uh, no matter which ones you you prefer, uh, they're all covered in 100% chocolate, so they taste great, uh, taste like a nice snack, uh, and they're good for you. Uh, high in protein, low in calorie, low in sugar, uh, low carbs. Uh, and so for me, I started using Bilt Bars when I was going to an outdoor boot camp, uh, kind of leaned right into the whole thing, uh, made Built Bar part of the post-workout routine and uh, give my muscles a, a protein boost. And I think we've had some success uh, overall. So uh, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
All right, and to start pitchers for this week, we got a handful uh, uh, that are worth your consideration that will be available in uh, at least half uh, of fantasy leagues. And so we'll start with Detroit's Tariq Skubal, uh, who's at home against St. Louis, at home against Houston. Uh, and Skubal got rocked early in the season and gave up quite a few home runs. Uh, but in his past eight starts, has a 3.4 ADRA, 1.34 whip, 63 strikeouts in 44 innings. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot to like there. Uh, and really, you know, you'd like it even more if his walk rate came down a bit. Uh, but the high strikeout rate and, and uh, now respectable ERA uh, makes Scooball uh, worthwhile. Uh, Oakland's James Caprillion, who's at Texas and at San Francisco uh, this week. And Caprillion uh, has been very effective. He's a 4-1 record, 2.84 ERA, 1.11 whip, 9.9 strikeouts per nine. Um, even, even with... Uh, if he had difficult matchups, you might be interested in Caprillion, but uh, it looks like he's he's got a decent shot this week. Also in Oakland, Cole Irvin. Not not quite the same style. I mean, Ir- Irvin is a uh, low strikeout pitcher, uh, but he's been pretty effective overall uh, for Oakland now. He's 4-7, and seven, uh, 3.89 ERA, 1.26 whip, only 6.2 strikeouts per nine, and that's obviously uh, puts a, a limit on his fantasy appeal. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for a guy who... who isn't likely to get rocked and has a chance to give you some value in those two starts. Uh, Cole Irvin is worth considering. Houston's Jake Odorizzi at Baltimore and at Detroit. And uh, now Odorizzi has not been great uh, so far for Houston, but his past four uh, starts, he's got a 3.63 RA and 15 strikeouts and 17 in the third inning. So yeah, not, not a disaster either. And, and you know, uh, two starts uh, going against Baltimore and Detroit are probably worth a look. Uh, Toronto's Ross Stripling. Uh, who's figured out that uh, he shouldn't be tipping his pitches and figured out what it was. Uh, he's at Miami and at home against Baltimore. In his past five starts, Stripling is a 2.45 ERA, 0.92 whip, 8.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, not a bad uh, get right now because his overall numbers are just, uh, they're skewed uh, by him not realizing he was tipping his pitches. Uh, Arizona's Caleb Smith uh, is at home against Milwaukee and at San Diego uh, and Smith has started four uh, games for the Diamondbacks since joining their rotation. Has a 3.10 ERA, 1.08 whip, and 9.3 strikeouts per nine in those four starts. Uh, you can certainly do worse than that uh, when you're looking for value on the waiver wire. Uh, now, every episode, I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues. Uh, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them uh, to beat the competition. Or maybe it's somebody you can kind of keep, keep on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. And the, today, we're going with... Uh, San Francisco infielder Wilmer Flores, who is eligible at first, second, and third, uh, and has a 444 batting average and 1281 OPS during a nine-game hitting streak. Uh, that's boosted his average to 263, has a 762 OPS for the season, and really it's his versatility uh, that makes Flores valuable. That uh, when he's hitting adequately, and I think we've reached the stage now where he is. Um, then, you know, you can plug him into a middle infield spot, but then if you need somebody to fill in at a corner infield, well, you can do that too. Um, and Flores is rostered in just 4% of Yahoo leagues. Now let's grab a few injury updates, uh, before we, uh, check out matchups for Monday. And so, uh, maybe the biggest injury news is, uh, San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. is expected back. Uh, in the Padres lineup Monday uh, after he suffered a shoulder injury. And that does seem to be uh, the, the the main issue that is uh, hi- hindering uh, Tatis Jr. this year. Remember, he dislocated it early um, and missed some time. And now uh, that sort of you know hangs over him uh, as a, a risk uh, anytime he runs into injury troubles. Uh, Arizona catcher Carson Kelly uh, suffered a broken wrist 
Now, that will obviously keep him out for a while. Uh, we don't know whether that's weeks or months, but uh, certainly a significant amount of time. And Dalton Varsho uh, has been called up from AAA. Uh, and now Varsho hasn't been able to hit in the major leagues in, in his first few stints. Uh, but in 18 games at AAA, he had nine home runs, 25 RBIs, 18 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, a 313 batting average, 11-18 OPS. Well, let's see if, if this could be the turn maybe that uh, Dalton Varsho takes advantage uh, and becomes a, a real productive major league player. Uh, Colorado's uh, Austin Gomber, who has been just great for them over the past six weeks or so, uh, is looking at a mid-July return. He's got a strained forearm. Uh, the MRI on his elbow was okay, which is obviously a, a very important. Uh, but uh, the Rockies also, in, in the very short term, have a bit of a break here. They have uh, Monday and Thursday off this week, so uh, they don't necessarily need to replace Gomber immediately. Uh, in their rotation. Uh, Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez is uh, dealing with a foot injury. Uh, he didn't start on Sunday, but he did uh, come off the bench. Uh, Houston outfielder Kyle Tucker is on the 10-day injured list because of illness. Uh, now, they've made clear that it wasn't a COVID uh, case, uh, but he also apparently lost 10 pounds. <laughs> uh, so, uh, going to wait for Tucker to get healthy, but uh, is expected to be activated this week. Uh, Orioles starting pitcher Bruce Zimmerman uh, has landed on the 10-day injured list with a strained biceps. Uh, Thomas Eshelman uh, is filling in for Zimmerman uh, in the Orioles' rotation. Kansas City shortstop, Adalberto Mondesi, uh, strained his oblique on Sunday. Uh, if he's going to miss any time, there's opportunity here for Nicky Lopez or Hanser Alberto uh, to play a little bit more. Uh, Detroit shortstop, Nico Goodrum, on the 10-day injured list with a uh, finger injury. Isaac Paredes uh, steps in for the Tigers. Uh, and Oakland right fielder Stephen Piscotti is on the 10-day injured list with a wrist injury. Uh, now, Ramon Laureano has also returned. Uh, to the Oakland outfield uh, from injury. Uh, and so that probably has Seth Brown and Chad Pinder uh, most likely seeing time in right field uh, while Piscotti's out. Um, maybe Mark Canna uh, as well. Um, but Canna also plays left too. So uh, just a few of those things to keep in mind as you set your lineups. Uh, now let's take a look at the matchups for Monday. And there are three games that I find at least a little bit appealing. Uh, and so we'll start with Oakland. Uh, minus 119. Uh, they've got Frankie Montes on the mound. Uh, at Texas and Kyle Gibson. And uh, I spent most of the season so far complaining about uh, Frankie Montes and picking against him, uh, but his uh, his performance has been coming around. And so I'm I'm now switching sides. Uh, and and I also think Gibson has been has been terrific for Texas, but maybe unsustainably uh, so. And, and so getting Montes as a slight favorite uh, for a much better Oakland team uh, in Texas is worthwhile. Uh, Cleveland with Aaron Savali on the mound. Uh, decent underdogs. Uh, at the Cubs, plus 137, uh, with Adbert Alzale uh, pitching for the Cubs, coming off the injured list. Uh, and Savali uh, has, I mean, he's been consistent uh, and uh, for for Cleveland, and, and Cleveland's competitive enough that if they get to send a good pitcher to the mound, uh, going against the Cubs, and, and Alzale, Alzale's been, you know, decent for the Cubs as well, uh, but uh, I think they're, the Cubs are sending the second best uh, pitcher to the mound uh, in this head-to-head matchup, so... Uh, I don't mind Savali, plus 137. Uh, and then Cincinnati uh, with Tyler Molly on the mound, minus 113 at Minnesota with J.A. Happ. Uh, Molly uh, continues to, to rack up strikeouts uh, and has been you know, a real nice breakthrough uh, performance this year for him. And so I, I think as a very slight favorite, uh, he's worth a look at minus 113. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's grab some DFS value plays uh, for Monday. Uh, Houston's Jake Odorizzi is just $5,900 uh, at Baltimore. And as I said, Odorizzi has not been uh, great this year, but uh, been better in his last uh, few outings. And so at that price, I mean, $5,900 is a, a serious bargain uh, 
Cincinnati catcher and first baseman Tyler Stevenson's $3,700 uh, at Minnesota. Now, obviously, you have to make sure Stevenson's playing, uh, but uh, overall, he's hitting 273 with an 811 OPS this season. But against left handed pitchers, and he's going against J.A. Happ, uh, Stevenson has a 289 average and 847 OPS against lefties. So uh, you, you would think Cincinnati should find a way to get him in. Uh, in their lineup. Uh, Oakland, second baseman and outfielder Tony Kemp, just $3,100 at Texas. And, and Kyle Gibson, as I mentioned, Kemp has been uh, great uh, in June. Uh, Houston third baseman, Abraham Toro. Uh, we talked about him uh, as a streaming option for this week, but he's also just $2,100 uh, at Baltimore going against Keegan Aiken. Uh, Cleveland shortstop, Ahmed Rosario's $4,000 uh, at the Cubs uh, with Alzley on the mound. And, and one more for Cleveland, outfielder Bradley Zimmer. Uh, is just $2,100, obviously. Uh, Zimmer's one, you have to make sure that he's in the lineup because he doesn't play every day, but only $2,100 going against the Cubs and Alzale. Uh, there's a chance for you to uh, get some real value out of, the, out of that kind of investment. So that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. I'll be back tomorrow with top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers in the past month. Uh, also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast too. The semifinals are on and competitive. Uh, so uh, it's uh, an interesting time for sure. Uh, Check out uh, these podcasts on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Nets and 76ers have questions to answer. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Is, uh, you don't know how to play first base. Scott? That's right. It's not that hard, Scott. Tell him, watch. It's incredibly hard. Hey, anything worth doing is.